Yeah, recording. What's up? What's up? This is a podcast where we're talking about movies and stuff. Yep, movies, TV, things you may be watching uh, during uh-huh. this possible lockdown lockdown time. I know that different states and cities have been uh, loosening things up, but chances are you're going to spend a lot of time at home. So yeah, chances are those cities that just opened are going to get closed again soon. <laughs> Yeah, so in the so, meantime, yeah, in the meantime, since like all the uh, movie theaters are closed, we're going to talk about streaming, like movies that we can stream, TV shows, mm-hmm. on all those platforms. And so, yeah, so uh, you know, uh, we this week Monday, May the fourth, amazing Star Wars Day, and uh, yep. like uh, so it aired. Uh, so we started with. Like the Clone Wars TV show has been kind of like ramping down recently, and on May the fourth, uh, there we like they showed the last ever episode of Clone Wars, which was amazing. And uh, you know, like I've been watching Clone Wars for I don't know, like on and off for years, and uh, and then with Disney Plus, like I started, I just watched all the episodes again. Like back, like before Christmas, like before quarantining. But like you, Michael, you started mm-hmm. watching it recently. So, what, what's your opinion uh, about that? Uh, yeah. Well, over the years, I kind of heard things about Clone Wars. Like, I heard, I would hear names here and there, like Ahsoka Tano and Rex, but I never really knew who these people were. And I figured. Since this is a quarantine time, actually not since it's because it's quarantine time, but just because I felt like it, I was like, all right, I'm going to go out of order and watch it the way I want to watch it. And I had a feeling that these last four episodes were going to lead into or crossover with Revenge of the Sith, which I've seen a few Mm -hmm. times. Yeah. So I use this as my introduction to Clone Wars. And uh, the first episode I saw was... The first episode of the Siege of Mandalore, yeah, which episode is apparently nine. a big battle, episode nine, <laughs> and I was blown away by just the star, just, just how elaborate it felt, and the way like it told the story, and it almost reminded me of the Mandalorian in that it was great storytelling, it was epic, but it felt like Star Wars, yeah. Well, it's like, they're like, both run by the same guy. Like, they're both yeah. run by a guy uh, like called uh, Dave Filoni. Mm-hmm. He's, like, the mastermind behind Clone Wars. And he used to be an animator on Avatar The Last Airbender. So, like, this guy has seen some some stuff. And he's and he's friends with uh, George Lucas. So, you know, apparently, like, he's, like, the George Lucas whisperer, I think. Because yeah. <laughs> like, he always knows what George is going to say, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. I wonder if there were ever whispers. Like, I don't want to jinx it, but I wonder if there were any uh, whispers of him taking over for uh, Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know if we were going to talk about that today, but let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> let's like just Kathleen talk about Kennedy. it, cause well, because like, I always I felt mean, like... They, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, I was just going to say, I always felt like that was the problem with... Um, Oh, is the cars are the cars loud outside? By the way, uh, I can hear them, but you know, like, hey, it's it's uh, we're trying to keep it real, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the the thought I always had with Star Wars is that uh, some of the movies, you know, not as part of Star Wars lore, but just as movies on its own, some of the movies 
that from like the newer movies that have come out have been good, but it always felt like this universe needed a Kevin Feige. It yeah. needed somebody that felt like a fan, but was so into it that whatever they made felt authentic to the source material. Yeah. And the biggest criticism I heard from all these movies, even the good ones, was that it all felt like fan fiction. Well, after watching Clone Wars and after getting interested in going back to older episodes and then watching the movie, it feels like this is the guy that'll make things that feel just absolutely like Star Wars. Yeah. Um, while expanding the universe, while doing things in a way that will please both, you know, the hardcore fans and casual fans. Because yeah. he had a big part of Mandalorian too, even though that was technically John Favreau's show. Yeah. Was it well, like uh, yeah, it's like John Favreau took over like, you know, like the filming aspect of it because he has experience shooting live action, and Dave Filoni was more there for like the story, I think. Yeah. Uh, but I heard that, uh, well, because like Dave Filoni, he wrote the first, he directed the first episode of Man of Mandalorian. Uh, and, uh, so like you get that Star Wars vibe, like, right. Like he got it right. The problem with like the, the sequel trilogy as it's known, mm -hmm. um, was that, yeah, it, there wasn't, you know, like they made, I've seen a lot of like, you know, people ranting on YouTube about this stuff. And like the main thing. The main takeaway is that everyone knows that each movie was planned like individually or it mm -hmm. felt like that. So it was like, okay, let's get the first movie. Then, hey, let's get a totally different person to do the second movie, even though we don't know where this whole arc is going to go in the end. Right. Like, I'm sure J.J. Abrams had an idea of where he wanted things to go. Mm -hmm. And uh, what's his name? Ryan Johnson, like, took a shit on it. And... Uh, <laughs> And then J.J. Abrams, when he came back for episode nine, he took a shit on, on what Ryan Johnson did. So it was sort of like everyone's like shitting on each other. You know, yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah. you know, hey, tried to keep it PG-13 uh, here. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, whatever. I'll have hey. heard these words. Yeah. yeah episodes seven, eight, and nine was basically like, episode seven was introducing you to this new part of the world and these new characters. Yeah. And then episode eight was, let's change everything. And then episode nine was, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like, because episode seven was okay. It was like a, a copy of the original Star Wars, like the, the, the original trilogy. Kind of, you know, it was like New Hope again. Like, hey, sand planet, like desert planet. Yeah. You know, like young person on desert planet, you know, <laughs> doesn't know who their parents are. That's my heater. I don't know if you can hear that. But... Uh, <laughs> Hopefully, during the next podcast, you won't be hearing this anymore. Uh, <laughs> I feel like that heater is like a character in our podcast at yeah. this point. <laughs> he's, he's always trying to be like, get on with it, man. Get on with it. Yeah. <laughs> like, but then, like, Ryan Johnson, I feel like the movie Episode 8, uh, The Last Jedi, could have been... He, he really... I think, like, he followed the arcs of characters like kylo ren like he's one of the only characters who has like a like an, an a full arc that's actually been fulfilled by the end of like these the, this trilogy like he started bad got mm -hmm. worse and worse and then he like redeems himself right 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 and uh but like 
I think because like I know like John Boyega, the guy who plays Finn, he mm-hmm. was really pissed off about like how the movies like turned out. I think he was really pumped after episode after episode seven, mm-hmm. but then like after the Last Jedi, he was like, like he like Ryan Johnson the way he wrote Finn totally it felt like he totally ignored what Finn had learned during episode seven. Like he yeah. became like okay, he realized like he has to be with his friends. He has to protect mm-hmm. his friends. He has to fight for Ray. And then yeah. at the beginning of the episode, he's a, of episode seven, he's essentially like, hey, I'm going to jump ship because like I don't want to be blown up. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> like totally forgetting, you know, I feel like it would have been because like that's where he introduced Rose, like mm-hmm. who's like a very controversial character. Yeah. I mean, I didn't I didn't mind the character at all, but I feel yeah. like it would have been cool if it was like Finn, if, if like their roles had been exchanged in a way. Like, because, like, her sister yeah. just died, and mm-hmm. maybe her character would be like, hey, I only joined the the Resistance to be with my sister. Now she's dead. Like, I'm jumping ship. Like, I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. And then Finn is like, yeah, I learned during the last movie that I should be, like, loyal to my friend, so you should stay here, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> and <laughs> and no, I think I, you could have had something similar. But, like, just that change, I feel would yeah. have changed the movie totally. And would have been a bit more, like, because... The Last Jedi is a good movie in itself, but it doesn't yeah. fit at all within like the Star Wars continuity. Like it doesn't fit. I, it's like to me, all three movies felt like good standalone movies. Yeah. But when you put yeah. them together with the like, same yeah. characters, there was no flow. <laughs> it felt like no it flow. felt like yeah. people fighting over what Star Wars is going to be. It's like you're yeah. watching. It's like when you're it, it, the best metaphor I can think of is that like. When you're watching the movie, while you're watching the movie, you're watching the infighting going on yeah. about like what to do with Star Wars. Yeah, they're like, yeah, well, they, they, you know, maybe we should go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, and then it's like, well, you know, uh, this is boring. Let's just make them go to like a casino planet and see what that does. Yeah. They're like, okay, yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about how the rich are like shit bags. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Original. Know. Yeah. yeah. Mm social justice warrior (laughs) (laughs) star wars like i don't like a lot of people criticize the sequel trilogy for being like woke but i didn't see it that much but you can still it's sort of like it feels it doesn't feel honest like that's the thing it's like you can be a social justice warrior in your movie Yeah, because star wars was always like diverse and this and that but i don't know if it's because it came out around social justice stuff or it didn't feel honest. That that's a concept that I wish could get explored more, not just in like not just in like art school or creative classes. Like I I want that idea to be explored more of like what it means for something to feel honest. Yeah. Cause people know what that means, but people don't know how to describe it. Like people just know that they walked out of some of a movie thinking that I either liked it or didn't like it. And when you can't put yeah. your finger on what it was, it's usually has something to do with honesty. Yeah, no, it's like, you know, going back to like Kathleen Kennedy, it's like she tried to kind of put all these issues, like it was just like an add-on, you know, it was like, hey, uh, let's talk about this and that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it doesn't make sense of the story. I don't give a shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you know, weave it into the story. Like, don't just like plop it in, you know, yeah. it, it was like, <laughs> Because, like, that casino planet thing, like, so I, I I think I'm going to talk about this during every episode, like, just casino planet. What, what's it called? <laughs> uh, I can't remember. 
Casino Planet. Casino Planet in Episode 7, like The Last Jedi. So, like, Finn and Rose go to this planet, and Rose talks about, like, how all rich peoples are, like, just, like, you know, douchebags. And, uh, you know, it's like, yeah, okay, sure. And then it's like, yeah, they also, like, you know, race these horses and and whatever. But then you're like, okay, we're supposed to find a, uh, like, expert cracker, like someone who's going to open doors, shields and shit. All they do is get locked up. They get arrested and then find some random dude who says he's going to do that for them, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the story. <laughs> and then you're like, okay. Like, they never found the, the actual guy. That. Yeah. Like they found the actual guy. Uh, the guy that if, that they found that they immediately immediately trust, even though, like, he just got arrested for they don't know what reason. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's sort in of the like... TV show, that, that, that would make sense. But they, they did that too much in this trilogy where half of them had an a story and half the people had a b story and it's like yeah you you don't really do that for movies but they tried (laughs) no it's it's um well you know i mean like the it it just like i think even though they they, i mean even though ryan johnson if ryan johnson had still like directed episode eight even though someone had like a, a good vision of where the trilogy was going i feel like it would have been like you know he could have subverted the genre like he did in a way, and yeah. uh, but still would have stayed true to the story, because like it doesn't right. feel like you know he was like yeah okay let's do some awesome stuff like spaceships exploding, yeah. like you know like David uh, Filoni he talks about that in the uh, this documentary series called Gallery, like mm-hmm. Gallery of the Mandalorian like I, I put it on the the Instagram page, and he talks about like what his thoughts are about uh, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And like he's talking to all the different directors, like who you know who directed the different episodes of The Mandalorian, like you know uh, what's your name, Dallas Bryce Howard, oh, yeah. uh, Taika Waititi, mm-hmm. uh, I can't remember the other names, and uh, like they're Dave all like Rochelle completely consumed by yeah yeah, and then they're all like just like looking at at Filoni, like man, this guy's like Yoda, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And you're like, yeah, you know, like he he knows what Star Wars is about, you know, and he really encapsulated he ca- encapsulates it like really well. But yeah, I encourage people to watch that. Like I, I put it on the Instagram page uh, and stories. Like people should watch that. It's because uh, they just talk about. I think there. Are, I don't know how many episodes, but episode two came out this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, actually, yesterday, I think, and like the first episode came out on uh, May the fourth. And they're just mm-hmm. talking about like how it's so cool to be on the Mandalorian set. Like you want to be there, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and then like and then they uh, they they had Kathleen Kennedy and they don't let her talk. Like <laughs> essentially, <laughs> like she just says two things. Like, well, I was there during Indiana Jones, and <laughs> so you're like, it's like, yeah, what did you do there? I was like an assistant, whatever. And they're like, okay, you know, yeah. cool. She That's was surrounded by very talented people. But yeah, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead, cut you. Yeah, no, no. Kathleen Kennedy was good at building franchises that were basically just movies that were based on movies. But at this point, Star Wars, it, it's like nothing from Star Wars right now feels like a side thing. It's an entire universe that encapsulates yeah. animated series, books, encyclopedias, movies, and yeah. spinoffs, and here and there. And yeah, I've, and Dave Filoni right now feels like the kind of guy that would, you know, respect all of that. 
Yeah. That it's more than just a movie franchise at this point. Yeah. Well, it's it's like it's become this guy's life in a way. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, let, let's move on to like recent Star Wars news. So the actor who played Jango Fett in mm-hmm. Attack of the Clones, Timura Morrison. I hope I pronounced uh, Timur that Morrison. Timura Morrison. Thank you. Uh, he is coming back as Boba Fett in season two mm-hmm. of The Mandalorian. Yep. How do you feel about that? <laughs> I am happy. I'm happy as hell. He's a very underrated actor. Um, the first time I saw Tamora Morrison, it had nothing to do with Star Wars. Nothing. I didn't even know he was in Star Wars. It was this uh, movie called Once Were Warriors. Mm-hmm. It was a New Zealand movie with him and Cliff Curtis and a lot of... like. It's basically an all-Maori actor movie. And like, if you see him in that movie, you would have thought he would have been like a good Bane. You would have thought he would have been like a good Hulk. Yeah, to me, is one of like the most underutilized actors of all time. Yeah, and I was nervous when the Boba Fett movie was announced with Josh Trank because uh, there was rumors about Michael Fassbender playing Boba Fett. Oh no, 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 no that has nothing no. to do with anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, he's supposed to be a clone of, like, he's supposed to be a clone, right? You know, like, he's a clone of Django mm-hmm. Fett, and Django Fett was played by a Maori actor called Tamura Morrison. So, like, mm-hmm. it's it's normal to have him back, like, because he's supposed to be in his 40s or 50s, I think, by, you know, by the time you get to, like, the era of uh, The Mandalorian. Yeah. Supposed to be, like, around Tamura Morrison's age, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Just for people who might not remember him, he's he's Aquaman's dad mm-hmm. uh, in Aquaman. <laughs> and the fact that he's coming back, like uh, <laughs> I haven't seen all of Clone Wars, all of the Clone Wars animated series, so I don't know who lives yeah. or dies. But if he's coming back, then I don't know. Rex is he still alive? Uh, um, Rex, I think he's still alive. Like a lot of people, like you know, there's in uh, the. Re- in the Return of the Jedi, there's like a guy with a white beard, and everyone mm-hmm. thinks that that's Rex. It's just that they didn't plan it that way. It's just like they, yeah. you know, because like Rex shows up in uh, Star Wars Rebels mm-hmm. TV show as like an old guy with the white beard and everything. And I think that's why they they try to make him fit. It's like, hey, see, like he was there, you know, <laughs> he didn't plan it, but he's there, ah. uh, you know. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, that would be awesome. Like, you might have, like, Rex versus Boba Fett, which would be awesome. Imagine that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> whatever clones are still living or whatever clones are... If there's clones still hiding around, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But, like, they're supposed to be pretty old because they age way faster. And uh, yeah. But Boba Fett, I think, is the only un, you know altered clone. So, like, he just grew up at a normal pace. Yeah. So they're probably going to have to de-age... If they have like old Rex, they're mm-hmm. either gonna have to age him for Rex or de-age him for Boba Fett. Like, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I, I don't think they announced a, a release date for season two of The Mandalorian, yeah. but I feel really, like The Mandalorian, yeah, it really save it's it's saving the the franchise to be honest. Yeah, and it sounds like that's not the only. Uh animated character they're bringing into live action yeah they're announcing um they didn't announce it but the rumors were it's unconfirmed but the rumors were that rosario dawson was going to play uh the older version of ahsoka tano so they're just bringing in yes (laughs) (laughs) 
they're, they're just bringing in like everybody from the cartoons at this point. I didn't realize how big the cartoons were until I don't know until recently because they're really trying to make an effort to like incorporate it. Yeah, it's like because it's the best part of Star Wars. Like that's come out in the last ten years. Like it's the best version of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You know, just like the Clone Wars. Uh, you know, I started watching what, some of the old episodes of Clone Wars, and I realized how much better the computer animation is for the last season. Like they oh. added so much detail. Like it's just yeah. amazing. No, uh, that 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 yeah. one shot during the siege of Mandalore when it's like spinning around. I think it was it was like two of the characters, and then you saw like all the Mandalorians and everybody yeah. fighting each other in the sky. That was like, like I haven't seen something cinematic like that from even a live action show like that in a long time so that no, was uh, yeah no it's just like when i saw like a lot of people compare ahsoka to ray uh mm-hmm. you know because they're they're both women you know i you know things like they're different characters and they come from different yeah. places but it feels like you know like they got they might have underserved the ray character just because like all the different directors have like different ideas of what that should be yeah and ahsoka is like i yeah i've seen i watch a lot of youtube videos about like people ranting about star wars but like one yeah. guy was like yeah ahsoka is like what ray wishes she you know she she would be like you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it's totally different like i mean personally like ray has that whole baggage of being palpatine's like granddaughter so she has like a lot of spoiler yeah. alert. Uh, but i, I yeah. think like if you didn't watch star wars already you're probably never going to watch star wars anyway i mean episode nine yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, on, it's on Disney Plus. Watch it it's right now. It's on Disney now. Plus. Watch it. Uh, you know, but like, you know, there there are some movies that I call like skip skippable movies. You know, that mm-hmm. I like to just skip through things because like this is boring. I want to get to the be- to the good part. And yeah, like yeah. Rise of Skywalker is kind of like that. I'm just like, yeah. you know, okay, this is boring. Let's go to the next part. Next part. <laughs> you know, <laughs> which Let's hasn't happened to me with the Clone Wars. You know, but then hey, you know, it's it's. Uh, you gotta you gotta take it where you can, you know. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you know, talking about another Kiwi, Taika Waititi is gonna be the next guy to make a Star Wars movie. Yeah, this is like, this, awesome, this, right? This he's saving because, he's saving yeah. franchises like he saved Thor. Now he's yeah. saving Star Wars. See, this surprises me <laughs> just because like they've they've tried for a long time to make Star Wars like. Over the past few years, it's been very serious. And the one time they tried to make something really comedic with Solo, like it basically crashed and burned, especially behind the scenes. But it looks like they're giving a funny Star Wars another chance. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the the last episode of uh, Mandalorian was directed by Taika Waititi. Like, you know, there's this whole sequence about the two stormtroopers on bikes. And oh, they're yeah. just like shooting yeah. like... You know, that was like Taika Waititi, like, you know, you can feel his, his influence there. And it was like, shit, like the gun doesn't work. And they're just trying to shoot like a rock or something. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, amazing, amazing. But I'm looking forward to it. Like, I don't know what it's going to be about. Like, if it's about Skywalker, like, what, what's what's your guess? What was that? What is your, what are you guessing the Star Wars movie is going to be about? Uh, you know what? <laughs> I, I, I The hardest out, question. Like, <laughs> there's been so much announcements over the past few years of like who was going to be developing either a TV like a Disney Plus show or yeah. a uh, 
or a movie for Star Wars. They yeah. went through names like uh, the creator of Russian Doll, uh, the creator of... Yeah, uh, I heard about that. <laughs> it's like... Uh, there's a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, there's like yeah. all these... <laughs> there, there were so much announcements and then the one... And then Ryan Johnson was supposed to have his own trilogy yeah. and then uh, the game yeah. of... Is ones when so it was that, like, and that totally fucked up Game of Thrones. Like they were finishing early because they were like, "Hey, we're gonna direct a Star Wars movie." Fuck Game of Thrones. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and they uh, yeah, and then in the end, like the end of Game of Thrones wasn't very good, and yeah. uh, they never got a Star Wars movie. So you know they get what they deserve. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, like I'm not even thinking about what the movies are gonna be about. I just want to wait until like. An announcement is actually made. Yeah. Like if I don't see a logo for this movie in my head, it's not even happening yet. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think like you know because like Star Wars announced, I think it was back in March. Yeah. They're gonna start a whole. They're gonna talk about uh, the Republic, but like before Sidious and you know like before the the prequels. Yeah. You know they're gonna. I think it's called the High Republic, and they're gonna publish a bunch of books about it and do some comic books and. Whatever. So I'm wondering if it's going to be, they're going to go like the Marvel route. Like every time Marvel is going to bring up a new hero, they kind of, you know, they tell their comic book writers that, hey, we're going to have Black Panther. Just write a bunch of Black Panther comic books before we yeah, yeah. get the movie out. Right? <laughs> so it's kind of like, hey, we're going to talk about the High Republic. Uh, let's do some High Republic, you know, like fiction, you know, books, yeah. novels, comic books and see, you know, if people like it, what they like, and then we'll make a movie about it. You know, yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's what he's doing. Maybe he's doing the first High Republic. Yeah. Yeah, because like it's the whole it's a whole strategy, man. It's just like you know they're like, hey, you know, people hate the High Republic. We're not going to make a movie about it. You know. (laughs) You know. (laughs) It's like uh, yeah, but I'm looking forward to. I'm always looking forward to any Taika Waititi movie. To be honest with you, whether it was Star Wars, Star Trek, Star Nerds, uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. man. Tariqa, and I still got to get around to Boy and Hunt for the Wilder People. You have, to watch, uh, you have to watch those two movies. They're, okay, people listening, I don't know if you can stream that on Netflix. I think I think uh, Hunt for the Wilder People is on Hulu, I think. And mm. Boy, I don't know. I don't know where it is. Uh, but yeah, if you can find that Boy by Taika Waititi. It was like his big... Like, that was like his big movie before... Hunt for the Wilder People. Hunt for mm-hmm. like Boy was like big in New Zealand, I think, mm-hmm. and like you know the oceanic area, and yeah. like Australia <laughs> stuff like that. And uh, and then Hunt for the Wilder People, I think, got him a lot more international acclaim. And I, I think his movie right after that was like Thor. I think. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And he and he's in both movies. Like he's always in every movie he does. Like even in The Mandalorian, he's just like a he's that robot. IG. Yeah, it's funny because like they, they took a risk on him, like mm-hmm. like Marvel took a risk on him, and now he's yeah. like he's a part of like comedy franchises now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, uh, maybe we can talk since we're talking about Taika Waititi. I'll, I'll just jump into like what we do in the shadows, uh, which was another movie that he made, mm-hmm. uh, which is now a TV show on FX, and you can also watch it on. I watch it on Hulu. I don't have a TV. I just watch stuff online. Uh, but as most people, I think, are raised, <laughs> like, we just like stream stuff. 
but yeah, so like what we do in the shadows is like a documentary, a mockumentary. It's kind of like The Office, but imagine like real, like vampires in the real, real world, like nowadays, yeah, like, yeah. you know, and the TV show, like the movie was in New Zealand and the TV show uh, takes place in Staten Island of all places. <laughs> imagine like these 600 year old, like vampires who like dress in robes and shit and their neighbors are all like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> because like there's an episode where they go okay i don't want to spoil but like there's this awesome episode where they get invited to the super bowl party like a super bowl party like viewing and they think it's a superb owl party and they they just talk about like i can't wait to see the owl the owl is they say it's superb you know (laughs) it's just it's it's an amazing tv show like i really like you can binge all of season one on hulu and then i think season two they started showing episodes like three weeks ago. So I think they're up to episode, actually they're up to episode four or five or something. And, uh, but like, it's, it's a really cool TV show. Really cool. Like that's my plug of the week. Like that was a Friday night binge. I think nice. we should do that. Like that, that's like a, that's going to be a thing. Right. <laughs> the Friday binge of the week. Yeah. The, the binge of the week. Yeah. Yeah. And it looks like that wasn't the only show you saw. You saw a show called, you can pronounce it for me. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's called Medici. And it's yeah. based on the true story of these guys who were, who essentially ruled, you know, they weren't like kings or stuff like that. They were bankers. And just like through, you know, machinations and uh, uh, like just being cunning and just like, you know, helping the right people for, you know, and, and looking good doing it. And they, they were ruling Florence for like, I don't know how many generations. So like season one, it's all on Netflix. Uh, season one has the guy from Game of Thrones, Rob, Rob Stark. Uh, the first of the Starks to get like his, not actually the second one to get his head chopped off. But uh, <laughs> and what's weird is that you have a bunch of like Game of Thrones actors in there. Like, uh, you know, like the way I, I, I mean, the way I showed it on Instagram was that like Medici is like Game of Thrones, like all the intrigue and like the political, you know, backstabbing and, and stuff like that without, except you don't have dragons and you don't have ice zombies. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's just like the cerebral part of it, but it's like really interesting. Like you get like season one is you get like the first generation of mm-hmm. uh, Medici like ruled it. And like the third, I mean, the second and third seasons talk about that guy's grandson who actually mm-hmm. got into a war with the pope like in 14 something like just because he killed some people or something so it's yeah, just yeah. like you know you're like this guy went into a war against like a major you know leader of of his own religion you know <laughs> so it's yeah. like, <laughs> back in those days it's just crazy it's just crazy i mean there's also some sex going on not as much nudity as game of thrones but it's just like mm-hmm. it's a nice kind of relaxing thing and season two, actually, like, Romeo and Juliet was based on, like, these guys. You know, like, the whole, like, Capulets versus whatever thing. You know, like, uh, you can see it, like, in the TV show. Like, some guy gets killed at church. You know, <laughs> it's just, like, you know, the good old day when when men were men, you know. <laughs> and they wore tights and nice robes. For glory! You know? <laughs> but there's, like, uh, that guy... Fuck. Like, he played the first Punisher movie. Like, he, he plays, like, the King of Naples. He's just, like, a badass. Wait, and, the guy uh, from the Punisher. The... Like, 
Spanish movie that came out like years ago. Uh, I don't know the first one, like the second one. Not uh, shit. I have to. This is real time. Was yeah. it Dolph Lundgren? No, King of Naples, actor. So it's like that guy. Uh, Google, why are you getting in the way? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, there there are some like elaborate shows going on Netflix. Like a lot of the top shows or the ones I'm seeing uh recommended to me a lot mm -hmm. of it isn't really american shows anymore like i have uh the one i've been seeing a lot is queen sono and it's like only six episodes so i mm -hmm. started watching it and the best way i can describe it is the way all these uh, websites are describing it like alias but in south africa yeah. oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <That's cool. laughs> yeah like most of the shows coming up that wait like, ray stevenson that's like high quality premium ray it's like, stevenson yeah, that's a guy. Sounds familiar. Is he's that... like he always plays a badass. Like, you know, because he was in Rome. He was like Titus Pullo in Rome. He mm. was. He plays like the fat guy in Thor, like the guy with the big beard. Uh, okay. You know, like of the Warriors Three. <laughs> like I can't remember yeah. what his, what his oh, character's name is. He was the. Oh, guy. he was that puncher. Okay, he was that the war zone guy. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. war zone guy. Gotcha. The, the guy who like puts like you know, uh, leg you know, uh, chair you know, leg uh, legs and uh, what a chair leg, yeah, a chair leg in someone's eye, or something. Like I think he like stabs someone in the eye, like in both. Oh, of them. just like chair legs. Was the like, Punisher in the Super Squad? <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, dude, he uh he reprised being the Punisher in like a little kid show. Too. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I, I, I remember yeah. seeing a, one of the clips from it. I didn't know this was him, though. Like, one of the clips, he's like, crime in this city is like cheese on your Brussels sprouts or something really five-year-old-ish like that. Jeez. <laughs> you better get your and brain got... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, oh my bad. God. No, it's like, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that, that's, that's all I have to say about Medici. Uh, let's, uh, so, something that really surprised me, that I was very shocked... Is that you had not seen Simps the Simpsons before? Is that true? Uh, let's get into that. Like, um, <laughs> um, let's put it this way: I've seen, I knew it was part of pop culture. I've seen like maybe an ep half an episode here or there. Like it was just always around, but it was nothing I really like. Sat down and watched, like before this. <laughs> It was. It, it, it's weird. So this pop culture thing was always around, but yeah. before it went on, I think it was FXX, or um, I think before it was on Disney Plus, it was this like there was a Simpsons website that FXX yeah. put out. But before the only time you could ever really watch The Simpsons is like at like these weird times of the day or yeah. Sunday at nine o'clock on Fox. Yeah. Like it was never heavily syndicated. Like if yeah. anything, I grew up. With South Park, Family Guy, and um, Futurama. Like, Futurama yeah. was on all the time, but Simpsons was never really around. So I figured since it's on Disney+, Plus, just give it a shot. And I didn't really know where to go first, because uh, I'm kind of weird in that I don't really like watching things in order all the time. Like, <laughs> like I, I look for oh. a lot of shows that I don't yeah. have to watch intent. Yeah, Like, sometimes... I for the most part, over this quarantine, I've been looking for shows I could like work on stuff at the same time. 
So Simpsons Disney is Plus, like that. Simpsons yeah. is kind of like that. Like each episode is like a different. I mean, very rarely you have like a like a storyline that goes through like different episodes, but like they might refer to like old episodes sometimes, like when Mr. Burns got shot or something. Like that was a big thing. Yeah, I know who Mr. Burns is now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mr. Burns is the old guy, like who owns the the power plant. Who goes like, excellent, you know? That's the guy. <laughs> yeah, that guy's like, Mithers, release yeah. the hounds. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah but it's like really... a thir- it's been on for thirty years. It's just yeah. like this is the first time I'm really watching it, <laughs> dude. Like The Simpsons has been like part of my life since. I don't know, I was like eight years old, which is probably too young to watch The Simpsons. I don't know. But like nowadays, probably like that's fine. But <laughs> they're questioning life at this point. <laughs> yeah, no, it's no, it's, it's like the, the Simpsons. I, I because like you talk to me about The Simpsons, like the like uh, like you message me, like, yeah, yeah, you know, I started watching The Simpsons. I was like, fuck, like now? I have to watch The Simpsons again. Like now, <laughs> I was like, dude. I was like, yeah. damn, I haven't watched The Simpsons in a while. And now it's on Disney Plus. Like you have all the every episode, I think. Like every Yeah. Episode. And I like how they split it because they have it like they, they they have it sorted oh, like yeah. most shows like few seasons, but they also have the collections, like there's yeah. a it's there's like tourism. It's like yeah. travel, cooking, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, crime, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Stuff like that. <laughs> I actually went straight to the predict collection though, because I, I knew about the conspiracy theories about oh like yeah. this predicted everything. Yeah. And I thought they since it's on up. Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> I thought since it was Disney Plus, they were gonna put the lighter ones. But part of that collection is like the episode that people say predicted 9 eleven. And I'm like oh. and I'm like, all right, Disney. All right. Okay, I gotta watch that shit. I can't remember what that episode. It was an episode when they went to New York, and uh, it was it was a coincidence because like the Twin Towers actually played a part in yeah. that episode. But when I was <laughs> when I, when I saw some of the episodes, I was like, "Wow, they're going there!" And it's like I haven't watched like good satire in a long time, mm-hmm. and like when I was watching like all the stuff in the Predict Collection, I was like, "Like it feels like Family Guy, but not on crack." Yeah, like feels it feels like <laughs> you could watch comfortably and like i could see why it wouldn't necessarily get that old because it's like i mean like it's pretty universal like you know it's i mean except for maybe obvious like you know there's like episodes with uh clinton and uh like george bush senior you know like uh when he i think it's like after he it's after he was president like they because i think Oh no shit. No, it's like because like George Bush Sr., like he hated The Simpsons when yeah. he was president and he kept criticizing it. So like they decided to make an episode where George H. W. Bush becomes Homer's neighbor. And, <laughs> and then they just like I think they get into a fist fight or something. It's like it's really amazing episode. But yeah, yeah. I have to I'll, I'll I'll if I find it, I'll send it to you. <laughs> it's really yeah. good. It's really good. It's just great just because, like, this is the first time everybody can watch, like, the older episodes, too. The stuff that came yeah. out in, like, the 90s and yeah. before. Like those, yeah, those were the ones I used to watch. Like, you know, I watched all of the... I had, like, a cassette collection that was just, like, the, the Halloween, uh, the yeah. Simpsons Halloween specials. Yeah. And you just had, like, a four VHS tape uh, collection 
With yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually it was like two so you had like two episodes per vh vhs tape yeah. so you're like and then you're like okay next tape and uh yeah. you know like <laughs> i think until 2010 i had only seen like the episodes from season one to eight maybe yeah and then i realized like and that was like after the internet kind of like happened i was like wow there are so many more episodes i didn't know that <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's it is weird too because like i think what turned me off from the simpsons before is that like back when it was just kind of around mm -hmm. i might have seen an episode or two but it was from like way later and it's like the simpsons only really works when it feels kind of scrappy yeah it doesn't it doesn't work as like a glossy show yeah. or like what it is now the fact that it's such a pop culture behemoth but it's like yeah. it, it works better as just something crudely drawn and then it i remember south park used to make the joke that like the simpsons did it first and i'm watching through all these episodes and i'm like yeah yeah man <laughs> yeah man they did first thing is like they needed to because they were like okay we've already done this that like what are we going to do next season like season 15 <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like you know, it's like South Park around season 15. I think they're around like season 20 or something, right? I don't know. Right, yeah. But it's like season 15, it kind of went down, man. <laughs> or season 16, I think. It's like when they started talking, because they had this whole arc about ads. Uh, yeah. People, like actual like robots, like people becoming, like ads becoming sentient and becoming like alive or something. Like there's a whole South arc Park about that. Or, or yeah, South Park, Simpsons? man. South Park. South it's just Park, like yeah. weird, weird. Like that was a lot of fun. But then like the episode after that, because it was about political correctness, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. Like the whole, you know, it's like the only place where uh, the only, uh, it's like the only people who can, or the only thing, the only thing that can survive in a politically correct environment are ads, you yeah. know? They're <laughs> 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 like, they will thrive. Yeah, and uh, it's uh, yeah, and then like I think they were planning on Donald Trump to lose, and then their next season was going to be something about like uh, whatever. But then Donald Trump won, and then that that season when Donald Trump became president, they didn't know what they were doing. I think they just rewrote whatever they were planning uh, on doing. It was just like because then yeah. like Mr. Garrison became like the president, and in, in, oh. what's his name? <laughs> Mr. Yeah, it's Mr. Garrison. I think he's like the their gay teacher. Oh yeah! Oh yes! Oh, yeah, I've heard that. the one that turned like he, and then turned back into a man or whatever. Yeah, hmm. yeah. And then like he he like in he's supposed to be like the Donald Trump surrogate kind of thing, like in the in the yeah. TV show. Yeah. And like he paints his face orange with like Cheetos or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I haven't watched South Park in years. Like honestly, like I haven't watched it. But, yeah. Like I have. I have moments where I'm like, oh, I'm gonna check it out, and then I'll come back to it, watch like five episodes, and I'm like, oh, I'm I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, well it's good oh, to go so, like, Yeah, like <laughs> the Simpsons. Uh, yeah, man. So like, uh, yeah, popping your Simpson cherry, man. Like that's. No, yeah, it's a it's a comfort <laughs> show now. Yeah. Really. Like The Office, <laughs> I started late, but now I can't live without it. <laughs> it's like. Like, you know, what, what's really cool about the Simpsons? Like, I was playing this, The Simpsons the other day, and I just fell asleep. I was just like, it lulled me to, to bed. Like, it was just like, it, it's not that it was boring. It's just like, it was late. I just wanted to watch something that I can just chill to. And, uh, yeah, I just, like, lulled me to, to sleep. Nice. And uh, The Simpsons <laughs> is, like, my, my, 
you know, is every should be everyone's source of, of comfort. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it has to be. I said yeah. so. <laughs> yeah, so like, dude, like one one of the so I guess like for our listeners like listening, like one of the reasons why we're really going into like the whole streaming thing is because like the quarantine is essentially I think making movie theaters uh bankrupt. You know, like it's yeah. all VOD now. Right, mm-hmm. like streaming or VOD, yep. like Trolls World Tour. Did you watch that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but yeah, I'll I'll get into like what the co- the whole controversy is happening right yeah. now because like so because movie theaters are closing down and uh, places like AMC were uh, rumored of going bankrupt, which I, I'm surprised about because they're the biggest alongside Regal. Um, the uh, I, I I don't think I can explain the whole distribution process on this podcast, but the <laughs> way it basically works is that studios uh, basically make deals with theaters to make sure that like whatever revenue comes in and whatever popcorn sells and stuff, it's a win-win for everybody. Well, uh, Trolls World Tour was one of the first movies to be a new release because there were already like some like month old movies that went to like video on demand during this time yeah, but like, trolls yeah. world tour yeah, was Harley the Quinn. first <laughs> yeah Harley Quinn, like onward and all that but trolls world tour was the first one to come out on vod the same day it was supposed to be released mm-hmm. in theaters and they made way more than like a hundred million dollars basically it was like 20 bucks a piece and they made way more money yeah. Like basically comparable to what they would have made in the theaters. Yeah. So part of that controversy is that uh, apparently Universal Pictures has been um, pushing for a shorter theater time, or they've been shooting for going straight to VOD for a long time, and basically through all the frustration that happened because of the outbreak. Uh, yeah. AMC and Regal both announced that they will not be playing Universal movies anytime soon. They're yeah. going to, and they made it very clear in the letter that it's not just a momentary thing, that even after all this is over, they're planning to not show any Universal movies. And yeah, that includes like, they just released a trailer for uh, Pete Davidson's uh, King of Staten Island. Mm-hmm. If you look at the comments, people are excited about that movie, but, and it was planned as of last week to go straight to VOD, but now after all this, it would have had no choice. And Universal Studios is a, it, it's a big company. <laughs> like we, we know yeah. this and they, yeah. and basically anything that's not almost anything. That's not a superhero franchise. That's a big movie franchise. They own like a current franchise, like fast and furious, uh, uh, despicable me, um Jurassic World. Yeah. So like all the Marvel movies. <laughs> well that's Disney, right? But, oh yeah, that's Disney. Yeah. <laughs> but, but like Universal yeah. owns a lot of those franchises. And actually before Invisible Man went to video on demand, they were breaking records with that movie too, because a lot of Blumhouse's movies get released through them. So mm-hmm. Universal prof probably profits a lot from that. So if most movies aren't going to, theaters aren't going to play your movies, then, and you're pushing for VOD, then 
Like, would it be a win-win with this only work for <laughs> family movies? Like, yeah. are we going to stage? Are is has Universal been foreseeing the future? Because yeah. you already have yeah. movies from other companies too that are going straight to uh, video on demand, like The Lovebirds or something from Paramount. But have they been foreseeing the future? And to me, I don't. I don't think so. Like, especially after all of this, people are going to want to go back to the movies. Like, if you don't live in an area that has a lot of plays or like a lot of theaters, then your only really go out option to like sit back and watch a story is the movie theaters. Yeah. So I feel like it's not going anywhere. And this is uh, more of a hit to Universal than anything. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's, uh, I think like we can't really predict the future, right? But, it's um, right. like it's been a trend that less and less people go to the movies and they right. only come for like these big cinematic franchises or like big movies like you know the movie mm -hmm. I, I was thinking like when you're talking I was thinking about the movie 1917 mm -hmm. uh, that is a movie that you want to watch at the theater like that is a movie that you really like you know uh, avengers endgame uh, mm. uh justice league if it had been better you know <laughs> like, <laughs> stuff like that but like king of staten island like for example like i'd be fine just watching it from home like mm. it doesn't seem to me like i mean i haven't watched the trailer but you know anything with pete davidson that isn't like suicide squad <laughs> i feel like you know, hey, I don't need I don't need to see this on a huge screen to appreciate it, right? Yeah. But yeah, I, I think uh, like I heard that one of the Russo brothers, he, he like I think it was on Twitter or in an interview, like he said that he he thought like his opinion is that when we open theaters again, like they should just show uh, Infinity War or Endgame just to get people to watch again, yeah. to watch it again or something. <laughs> So like, yeah, because everyone loves those movies and uh, it's good to watch a movie that you know already and that you're like comforted by. So probably, yeah. uh, but yeah. it's like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Infinity War is awesome, but the ending is a bit disturbing and probably yeah. like, you're going to feel like you're going to feel those, those COVID vibes right there. <laughs> but it's yeah. like, there are a few movies out there though, that no matter how old they are, if you put them back in the theaters, it will have yeah. an audience. Like there is yeah. a string of, there was like a few years where there was just a bunch of re-releases. Like, I think Star Wars was re-released in theaters and Titanic mm -hmm. and all of that. Chances are Avatar is going to go back before Avatar. it's going to come back. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like... You know, they should just show like the the Nolan Batman movies, <laughs> Avatar, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Superman, but like the Christopher Reeve Superman. <laughs> oh. I don't know that. Just to see those like old special effects on a huge screen would be hilarious, but it's just like it's just like he's floating, you know. Yeah. <laughs> movies like that is not realistic, but uh, yeah, it's um, it's it's a weird time right now, and I I think movie theaters are gonna survive, but I think it's gonna be like in a different way probably than what we know them. Like I I heard that AMC. I think they want, I don't know if they have already, but they wanted to, they're thinking about like applying for like bankruptcy because like mm -hmm. all their theaters are closed. The only thing they offer now is VOD. Mm -hmm. uh, but like, uh, I think recently 
there was this movie that I really liked with Shia LaBeouf that's on VOD, um, like on AMC. It's called, what's it called? Peanut Butter Falcon. Mm-hmm. And that was a really cool movie. Uh, like, And then like, I watched Parasite on VOD, like on the AMC website. Oh, nice. <laughs> it was pretty cool. <laughs> now it's on Hulu, so I'm not going to bother. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah. It's like, but it's just yeah, like, yeah. you know... I, I think it should be a package deal, right? Maybe. Like, that's mm-hmm. how they might survive. It's like, hey, you can watch it. Maybe if you buy a movie ticket, you get to watch it again, like, at home for, like, a week. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like... No, that's, that's actually not... You know, that's actually not like, a bad idea. Cool. That's actually... right? right? Hey, let's do yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be the What We Binge, like, movie theaters. We'll just buy the one on 42nd Street. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we'll buy the AMC one. <laughs> yeah, no, we'll buy the AMC ones. Like, hey, AMC, uh, I'll give you like you know, like two chocolate bars for it. <laughs> chocolate, chocolate. I love my chocolate. chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, don't I don't know. I guess they were they were worried. There's a lot of worry about the independent movie theaters, but with the bigger ones, it's like. There's a slim profit margin when it comes to like running a movie theater nowadays. Yeah. And like, I felt like the corp, like the more corporate ones would probably struggle more. But if they file for bankruptcy, like they have a lot more that they can sell off. Yeah. So that's kind of where their benefit is. So to me, AMC is going nowhere. It's just going to be under new management. Somebody else yeah, is going to buy the name. Great. Yeah gonna be bought by some company in uh i don't know in vietnam or something you show my russian movies now exactly. <laughs> you see russian propaganda movies oh god that'll be weird yeah it's gonna be like, called rmc like, <laughs> like that's that like sounds like american like movies it's like rmc rmc yeah but it's, uh, you know, it, it's a crazy time. Like, uh, I heard, you know, like, uh, I saw this. Uh, they were talking about uh, Tarantino's latest movie and how it was, like, a statement about his own career and how, like, the movie business is changing. Because, like, yeah. in the movie, it's in a pivotal point in, like, Hollywood history. Because, yeah. you know, like, uh, uh, Leo, DiCaprio, Leo DiCaprio's character feels like he's, uh, he's being left behind. And uh, everything because like the the independent filmmakers are com- are becoming the hot new thing, and now it's sort of like, yeah, yeah I don't know what's gonna happen. It's uh, you know, it's gonna be like Patreon. Everyone has a Patreon. Like Martin Scorsese has a Patreon now. Wait, what? <laughs> no, no, I'm making that up. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah. I mean, he does Maybe have he to like. Maybe he should. <laughs> I mean, he does have to struggle yeah. to like fund his movies now. So, I mean, yeah, but still, that's sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I think, well, I mean, like, it's it's uh, like the internet has really leveled the playing field in a way, not as much as people think, but still. Yeah. Uh, but you know, hey, you know, you you want to be a filmmaker, you get like you become a YouTuber or something, then you make your movie out of that money or something, and you get your Patreon going on, and then you get sponsors and stuff like that. You know, it's uh, it's much more. 
I don't know if it's more scrappy than it used to be. I mean, it probably was really scrappy back then. It's like you had one script that you walked around, like you walked around New York. It's like, hey, you want to do my movie? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, like, I don't know you. It's like, yeah, but you know, I'm, uh, you know, I live here. It's like, oh, it's like nowadays you can be like, hey, I have a website. I have followers. I can, you can check my stuff out. Yeah, like back then, yeah. it was like, hey, here's a, here's a piece of paper. You yeah. know, it's my idea. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, after watching, um, there's another Star Wars documentary, I think it was called, like, Empire of Dreams, and it was from before uh, Revenge of the Sith even came out, probably, yeah. like, right before, mm-hmm. and then um, the, the, the thing I, I noticed is that whenever there's a time like this of economic turmoil in Hollywood, or they're bought by corporations, or people don't know what to do with it, there's always a rise in independent filmmakers, yeah. or in, like, inviting a lot of independent filmmakers, so somehow that's going to happen in the next few years. There's going to be another upturn because yeah. like without periods like that, we wouldn't have George Lucas. We wouldn't have, like you said, Quentin Tarantino. We wouldn't have... Uh, we wouldn't have like, Scorsese. We wouldn't have... Uh, yeah. What's his name? Roman Polanski, who is in, uh, who is a character in Tarantino's movie. <laughs> oh yeah he like, was. <laughs> yeah he is yeah yeah but like i mean that yeah that guy uh, i don't know where he's at now like he he was locked up a few years ago for he's in allegedly doing things yeah. yeah i mean he i think they they i think they prosecuted him i think they proved it but i don't know like i don't want to say anything that's wrong i don't want to get sued <laughs> <laughs> like Rich roman Polanski, I, I will sue you for saying things that are wrong you know yeah. <laughs> Like nothing's worse than an angry independent Polish filmmaker, you know. <laughs> I'm all the way over here just for you, Ralph. It's like I came over oh, here. Yeah. Came all the way. Like, came all the way to Chipotle to track you down. New York. No, but yeah, it's uh yeah. Anyway, I think uh we need to uh is there anything else you want to talk about i think, no, we're good. I think that's good yeah. yeah yeah it's been it's been a pretty good week it's been a pretty good week i think we had some some good movies come out mm-hmm. some good content uh you know let's see what next week brings yep yeah and we hope that everyone's safe uh you know stay safe guys wash your hands wash your face you know <laughs> like, don't touch your face unless you're washing it yeah, wear uh, your mask, all that, whatever. Wear your mask. <laughs> Social distancing, six feet apart, guys. Yeah. It's like you're just reading the brochure at this point. Like, yeah. Eh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I don't have a brochure. It's it's uh it's written on uh you know on my hand. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, thing is uh I hope that this that you enjoyed the po- this podcast and uh, you can follow us on instagram at what we binge to follow all of our movie recommendations or you can come back next week to listen to uh our ramblings and and preferences about movies and uh yeah anything to say mike no okay cool have a have a good day guys. have, have, a, have a, a good day ref have Peace. a good day mike. bye good, good. <laughs>